Welcome to the Bits Per Second Podcast. I'm Jim. I'm Jared. Uh, we took a little hiatus, like probably a little over a year. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, but we're back. Yeah, season four. Season four. I'm ready. I'm, I'm pumped. And do we have things to talk about with you? Oh boy. Yes, Medicare for All. Uh, yes, this is now the Medicare for All podcast. This is the Medicare for All podcast. Not pro or anti, just the details. Just, yes, exactly. Just do you want to go into the details, Jared? Of, like 24 different Pretty Democratic good. candidates' plans, well, 22 now, um, for how they're going to give people Medicare for All. And uh, Lobo just got his Hickenlooper bumper sticker in the mail. Ooh, bad timing. And, yeah. Um, but no, we are the Bit Players Bits Per Second podcast. We talk about improv, talk about current events, and we talk about um, stuff that's stuck in our craw with, in, our, in, in our in our craw. closing segment called uh, "Quit Your Bits." In. And um, uh, much to Jim's chagrin, I wouldn't hundred percent. We'll talk about professional wrestling during every episode. Yeah. <laughs> How are um, our sound levels, Jim? Are they good? Uh, our levels look pretty good. I'm just trying to. I'm. I'm I'm making sure that that disaster that happened that one time where like it like double recorded yeah, and yeah. It, it was unlistenable. I'm making sure that that doesn't happen. It looks good. Jim's <laughs> technical proficiency is the thing of legends. I know how to run Audacity. <laughs> I have I have a microphone. <laughs> uh, they actually like I'm I have to learn a bunch of like audio and video editing over the course of the next year because I'm going to be teaching it. <laughs> oh, wow. They put their, the, now, the, the school in which I work is putting me in charge of uh, media production. So I basically have to stay one lesson ahead of them. Now, <laughs> for this, does it? do you get paid additional money for teaching this audiovisual? Um, I essentially... Well, I, I, am, uh, I have a stipend position as the assistant performing arts director. So, kind of. I've heard teachers are like the greatest scam artists of all time. We are. It's true. Like we got, uh, we, we get uh, two cool months off. I heard um, from a very drunk man on a beach. On was he block. wearing aviators? Uh, yes. Yeah, because he has all the secrets on the inside. Yeah. Of those. So on um, on Block Island, that teachers get paid more <laughs> than anybody, <laughs> and then his ex-wife makes. Um, like double what I make. I uh, double what you make, or double what he makes. Are you doing first person of him? I don't know what he makes. Oh, okay. So I'm putting myself in his situation. Oh, okay. So like, yeah, I think <laughs> I had forgotten that we've talked to that guy. Yeah, he was a real pleasant guy. <laughs> no wonder if I, yeah, no wonder I haven't had like uh, fits of I won't mention in a his long name. time. I don't even, call him on the podcast. I don't remember his name, I so that's good enough for me. <laughs> I never got his name. Yeah, right. So I am uh, doing him a service. We were we were drinking those gigantic red stripes. That was a good day. I felt like I felt like I was in Jamaica, and then I said it, it was like Jamaica, and then our friend Clan, who's from Jamaica, reminded me that I would not last a second in Jamaica. Not off the resorts. Not not off the resorts. Like, but but that was a uh, that that was a fun trip uh, where we got to do a little corporate training, uh, use our improv to do do a little bit. To you know, to train people to, uh, to you know be more open minded. Essentially, yeah, and, like, and that's like, a, you know that's a, one of the things that kind of mentioned this season is that uh, we've been being rented out by a lot of uh, companies to do uh, trainings and events with them, and we're always available for that. I am happy to take a personal day at work and come and t- 
I know my I, I start losing my personal days this year because of the new teachers contract. Oh, so no. like I'm using I got three to use this year. And like uh, I w- and I will be using them. I will not say how many I get, but I will be. I I still have four hours of one personal day left that I've been kind of like holding Sweet. on to just in case. Just in case I need a. I just don't want to come in for half a day. That's uh yeah that I mean don't count those out those are that's really helpful I'll like, be here to, to have I'll be that. Noon, guys I was a yeah I I don't I'm not in the habit of using personal days uh, just for nothing because I, I the the first time I ever used one was to burn up all of mine around my wedding that was a, that was basically oh it. yeah that's the way to do it I used uh, three for WrestleMania <laughs> yeah. um, and then I haven't touched them since. So, like, sacred events like WrestleMania. Sacred events like WrestleMania, um, my dog's birthday. <laughs> so you actually like your dog. That's, uh, that's Yeah, that's kind of a big thing, is that I really do. Um, she has her own Instagram now. Actually. Gracie has an Instagram? So, um, Gracie the stealer of uh, pork roll. Yes. <laughs> so Gracie has her own Instagram, so if anyone wants to follow Gracie Houdini, like mm-hmm. the escape artist, because mm-hmm. when she was a puppy... Every day we'd come home and she had found, like, she could get out of her crate no matter how well we locked it. Yeah. So every day we'd come home and she'd just be like, here I am. And it was crazy. Yeah. So her middle name is Houdini. Little facts about my dog. Yeah. Dog talk! Dog talk. This is dog talk. Gotta hear about dog talk then. Uh, where, what was our original topic? We, talk, we were talking about the, uh, we, oh, doing the corporate training. Yeah. And how that was a really sweet day. We got to go to Block Island and, uh... The, the wonderful people at Keller Williams. And we did. We just did one for um, Michael Incorporated. M I K E L. Oh, Mike. Yeah, Michael. Michael. Yeah, the uh, the the defense contractor um, that was very nice, very welcoming. Like, and, uh, uh, we we like doing that sort of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> very 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 fun to do. Uh, we're always happy to get out there, and there are a lot of skills in improv that you can use at your company. Well, like the thing is, like we people. I don't know if uh, I think I don't know if people quite grasp like how useful it is just just in the it, like to to keep people staying personable. Like it's real. Like because I know it wasn't until I started doing improv that I like learned how to be a person. <laughs> like, oh yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm a much better employee and. You're, you're just a much more pleasant person to be around. <laughs> like, yeah, well, that's also the CBDs. Well, yeah, that's it. That's um, but, yeah, man. I was like, oh, these aren't going to get you high, right? Nope, nope. But you are going to start listening to the Joe Rogan experience. Wow, man. All the time. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> He's just got the truth, man. Wow. He's got the truth. Um <laughs> But yeah, so. <laughs> the, the, the skills you have in improv, being able to yes and your way through a situation. You know, one of the things that um, a lot of the people that we uh, work with tend to say is that, especially with conflict re- resolution and and, um, and customer service, mm-hmm. those are like the top ones that you can use those improv skills for. I feel like that too. I feel I, I feel like teaching too, that way, as well. So because uh, I can't tell you how often in the classroom I'm drawing on like stuff I picked up learning improv yeah just in like just staying in that moment because everything is kind of going to go like there's no I don't know like there's there 
it's, it, teaching is like improv in that you have to have a plan for everything and you have to throw out that plan on a, on a daily exactly. basis all the time. <laughs> um, speaking of throwing out the plan, we have had a very eventful summer, haven't we, Jim? Yeah, we have. We have had, I would say, one of the most eventful summers that we've ever had. Now, typically, our summer shows are um, Monday at 8 o'clock. And then we do a family-friendly show on Wednesday at 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then on our regular Friday-Saturday shows at 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a busy week already. And that's continuing on through the rest of the summer, which is about, well, t- 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 uh, starting from tonight, two more weeks. This is, a, this is Monday, uh, August 19th that we're recording this. Uh, by the time you're hearing this, you might be here in time to get to our next Wednesday show. Yeah. And there'll be, uh, uh, there'll be there are regular Friday and Saturday shows after that. So we're always busy in the summer, but this this summer has been especially busy. Um, why, Jim? Like, what are some of the things that the bit players have been doing this summer that are like really? Uh, well, we uh, we indoctrinated our four new bits. Four which... new bit players, and what is especially special about this group? Uh, well, uh, two of them uh, are from my alma mater of PC, oh which God. is <laughs> which I think is the most special. <laughs> This most special thing to you know. You want to piss me <laughs> off? Just mention Providence College, and like that's I'm done now. What? What's wrong with the what? what what's wrong with the uh, the the conservative or Dominican order of uh, of priests uh, uh, being responsible for our education? Well, I went to URI. Okay, and, uh, URI um, basketball games. They chant safety school at us. <laughs> and well, th- URI, that's, that's, URI URI NE. <laughs> yeah. So, no, that's bullshit because uh, PC is the safety school for kids who wanted to go to BC. Oh yeah, like uh, like completely like I everyone I know from there applied to, including myself, applied to BC and got rejected. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I didn't know that we had that in common. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's nice. It took us that long to figure out that you were both. I know. Did like, not get into the school we wanted to. The Jesuits are like, we're, we're good. Wow. Dominicans are like, well, yeah, the yeah, Benedictines we'll let me in. Yeah. Like, Come on. <laughs> um, Lovely scene at some college in Manchester, New Hampshire. That's where you go if you didn't get into BC and you live north of Boston. Oh, I see. If you didn't get Saint BC and go live west of Boston, you go to Holy Cross or Assumption. See, Holy Cross also rejected me. So. Wow! <laughs> Man. Should have taken it as a sign, Jim, that the Catholics just didn't want you in their club. Yeah, I mean, yeah, eventually. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so um, some of the things that we've been up to this summer with our regular shows and our, our expanded summer schedule... Um, along with that, we did win a Best of Rhode Island award from Rhode Island Monthly. Yeah, that was so. You, you were at the ceremony. What was mm-hmm. that like? Let me tell you. <laughs> um, if you are looking for local celebrities and kick-ass food, the Best of Rhode Island is the way to go. Yeah, who did you who did you see there? Like for example, um, Mario Hilario. Mario the Hilario. Mario Hilario. Yeah. Um, because Channel Ten won for Best News Team this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Barbara Moore Silva was she there? Uh, yes, she was. Right. And um, I like Babs. She's good. <laughs> her daughter was my intern at the state house. We uh, this is this is Rhode Island talk. <laughs> Rhode Island, Jared. Uh, oh so yeah, I know the daughter of the daughter of the But so the best of Rhode Island is an award that's given up by Rhode Island Monthly, and there's you know there's a ton of categories. Um, you know there's uh, you know best seafood, best burger, best hot dog, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and we won for best local event um, in, for in, for all of Newport County, which is kind of a big deal if you think about it. Yeah. Because if there's one thing that Newport County is lousy with, it is events. Yeah. We've got flower shows and mansion shows and all sorts of 
crazy stuff and interesting activities for people to partake in all summer and all year long. Yeah. And they went with uh, your bit players. Yeah, the, that that's nuts. Like, yeah. and, and you guys didn't know what the award was going in, right? Like, no. You knew, you, knew you, won, you knew we won something. Right? I knew there was going to be free food and free Narragansett beer. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's God, what... Why, I, why didn't I go to this thing? So I... <laughs> but um, because I'm an idiot... So my wife was going with us. Mm-hmm. So it was, um, Frank, our artistic director, uh, mm-hmm. and his wife, and then Lobo and myself and my wife, Stephanie, who we've mentioned on this podcast many times. She <laughs> sounds like this! <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry. <laughs> I'm going to get punched <laughs> in the balls. Um, did uh, did uh, Swim Fan come with you? Swim Fan did not come with us. First season callbacks. First season callbacks. So... I did not tell her that it was like a kind of a formal event. Oh, was it formal? Yeah. So Stephanie was like coming in like jeans or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is that, hey, I forgot to ask, but I'm sure it's fine. Um, it's just casual, right? I'm like, well, actually, I'm wearing like a suit. And oh, she man. Was, so my wife, who is a goddamn superhero, mm-hmm. went to the Providence Place Mall, found, tried on, and purchased a dress in 15 minutes. The event started at 6. She was there by 6.15. Wow. After not having any... I mean, granted, 80% of the contents of her SUV are shoes. So she was good with shoes. So it's fine with shoes. No matter what she got. But, um... So she could... And she was in. It's great great stuff right there. Um, But, yeah, we got to meet a lot of um, really local celebrity type people. Basically, any time, anyone that you've seen on a local commercial in Rhode Island was at this mm. Al Cerrone? Al Cerrone. I believe Al Cerrone was there. Um, the Heavy Hitter was there. I know that. The Heavy Hitter? I saw the Heavy Hitter. Ooh, the Heavy Hitter. Was Calvino there? I did not, I did not see Calvino. That does not mean he was not there. <laughs> the, was the big blue bug there? <laughs> um, the people from New England Pest Control were there. Oh, yeah. Or, so, sorry, yeah, Big Blue Bug Solutions. Big Blue Bug Solutions. They're, they're yeah. leaning into the big termite. That is the landmark of the state of Rhode Island. Yes. Um, but it's very nice. Everyone's super friendly. Um, the food is incredible. So they had um, oysters from Point Judith. Jeez. Um, nice. and, just, and everything was free. They had barbecue and what I thought were cocktail but were actually carrots. You want to see a man deflate. When I go in, pick up, or not with my hands, but I use tongs like an adult, to pick up a bunch of little cocktail wieners, and I am pumped. They're covered in barbecue sauce, oh, and I'm a hot dog guy. Like, you, I will eat anything you case. You case it, I'm, I'm yeah. I eat it. I eat a briefcase. If it was, <laughs> if it was, if it was wrapped, casing. It was wrapped in pig intestines. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. But it was, but it was very, it was, it was just, like. Just floppy ass barbecue carrots which honestly were pretty good but the disappointment took me down it, so many it was like, if you're expecting cocktail meanies and you get carrots if you're expecting something less than carrots like I don't know what's a I don't know, what's a thing that's less than carrots celery like, <laughs> I don't know if celery's less they're probably like adjacent like I don't know like like uh, I don't know, what, what's, what's, what's something that really sucks like less uh, than carrots I don't know. Like, what's something... But that resembles carrots. That's oh, less than carrot. Cauliflower. Although... How about... Chris Simpson, the artistic director of the Contemporary Theater Company, uh, tricked me into eating uh, General Cho's uh, cauliflower at an event... At another event this year, and... It was pretty good? It wasn't that bad, actually. Yeah, like... Well, if you, if you I, like I really, I really like don't MSG like... on something, it makes it palatable. Pretty much, yeah. Um, and you get sleepy. Uh... 
So anyway, the food was incredible, um, except for the carry incident. And everyone was super friendly. We had some friends handing out some business cards. Got some people in here kind of come to the show. Some of them already come to the show. Mm-hmm. We saw some um, friends from around the state that we haven't seen in a while that uh, from other uh, vendors and companies that um, we've had relationships in the past. It was nice. good to see them. Cool. And uh, I felt like friggin' royalty. It's uh, yeah. It's it's weird how like you know it's it's a, it seems like a small. Like in the grand scheme of things, it feel it seems like a small thing, but really, it, like it is, it is an honor. Oh, it's it an is absolute really honor, you know. Um, so we have a nice little plaque with um, the magazine downstairs. Yeah, that um, we bring out onto stage with us every every show now. And we yeah, we just like throw in the audience faces and look. Yeah, just look, look, look what we did. Look what we. It's like when a dog shits on the ground. And you take its nose. Like, look, what did you do? It's, it's the positive version. Yeah, of the that. positive. Look, look what, what we, we did, did together. Look what we did. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah it is positive reinforcement. So yeah. it's real. It's, it's more effective. Yeah. Um, I was uh, I was just gonna say the the carrot disappointment incident. Like it that 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 reminds me of like like a sort of mommy dearest situation. Have you ever have you ever read or seen mommy dearest? I have. I've seen. I've seen it. Yeah, I, I read the book too, and there's all sorts of like other, uh, there, there's all sorts of other goodies that aren't in the movie, like uh, Mommy Dearest, the story of Joan Crawford, the actress uh, who was a terrible abusive mother from mm-hmm. the from, told, told by her daughter. Um, it's where no wire hangers comes from, but like there's a there's a moment in the book where the and the, and this is like this is a, a an incident that is described as on the same level as the other other moments of physical abuse she suffers throughout it which is it, at a dinner party she grabs a bunch of mashed turnips which she thinks are mashed potatoes oh turnips suck oh god and that's she, one that sucks and she describes her, like biting into the, the what she thinks is potatoes and finding out they're turnips and it's a, a and it like it disgusts her and uh and Joan Crawford made her eat the whole thing apparently oh. which <laughs> Man, turnips. Yeah, okay. So turnips are <laughs> sub carrot. Yeah, for sure. Turn, so yeah, I would say turnips, turnips are sub carrot. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> most cauliflower, broccoli is sub carrot. Broccoli is disgusting, and I don't care what anybody has to say about it. I well, you know, broccoli I do like the broccoli that will come in a Chinese food platter. Like again, if because it's, it's but if it's covered in, in like garlic sauce and MSG, yeah, like I mean, but like, it, but I won't natural, even eat that. I will if there is broccoli. Some of my worst memories as a child, and this is the privilege. Like you too, because like this, this is the is privilege upbringing that I have. Like this is like the worst memories are me coming home and my dad is like steaming broccoli, that, and the house smells horrible. Uh, you too. I feel like we need to start a support group for this because like I feel like a lot. I mean, I do have a visceral reaction to yeah. broccoli, so it's not. It's not all like. Uh, it's not all in the head. Like it's well, not it objectively all objectively sucks. Like, there's a there's some some. It smells like farts. Like I don't yeah, know. <laughs> some things. So you know, it's very cliche to say, "Oh, broccoli, so I hate broccoli." Da 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 da. Yeah. Well, there's a reason why no one, like ma- the majority of people, do not find it like palatable. Now, broccolini, spectacular. See, That's I a different game. I can't do that. I can't oh, do broccolini. Okay. I can't do broccoli. Well, then you're just a choosy. You're just too choosy. I. Um, but yeah, what else is worse? I keep going off topic. I, but I feel like, yeah, like, uh, Brussels sprouts. But that's another one where, like, I don't think I've ever eaten a Brussels sprout, like, 
raw or like I have. not covered in bacon grease because Brussels sprouts are like the hot thing still with like you put enough bacon on it it's like hell yeah yeah I, it, it still doesn't cover it for me yeah. <laughs> I've eaten a Brussels sprout raw it was not why would you do that pleasant experience. I was, was dared like, to <laughs> fair enough it was but uh, yeah <laughs> but yeah chicken McFly <laughs> pretty much I will eat anything if you dare me <laughs> um so anyway, that was a great honor at the Best of Rhode Island. Um, then we were nominated for a Motif Best of Rhode Island Theater Award. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Best uh, Improv uh, best. Audience Participation Show. Yeah. Uh, we... the, win- the winner was Providence Improv Guild. Uh, they're spectacular. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they, uh, Tim Thibodeau uh, accepted the award. Uh, uh, and uh, they, they're a massive institution at... Uh, they educate, they build up young performers, and they, like, particularly, particularly female, like, performers, like, they, uh, they do their best to make sure that, like, the improv community isn't just a bunch of white guys in untucked shirts, which, like, if you look at, if you look at the major theaters across the country, that's, like, the danger of it becoming. Yeah, just don't go in their basement. Well, it, whose basement? <laughs> Pig's basement. Oh, their basement? Yes, their basement. They have a basement? <laughs> yes. Oh. You, would you like to know what's in the basement? What's in the basement? 75,000 doll heads. Like a Barbie doll, Barbie doll's head. Yeah. It's just like boxes and boxes of doll heads. So is it like, is it, did they like, did they put a curse on the Motif Awards to win? Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking <laughs> if you're going to, if someone is going to beat the bit players for an award... That is so prestigious. I would have to assume there's some kind of witchcraft involved. I, th- I think they just have a lot of students who vote for them, and they and they have a generally positive uh, uh, people have a generally positive feeling toward them. But however, that may be true. However, I would not put it past them to. Have some kind of doings transpiring, if you know what I mean. The dark arts, my friend. Okay, yeah, I, 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 I don't think that I wouldn't count that out. I mean, like I, you know, I definitely would have, uh, I definitely would do that myself if uh, you know if it meant you know, like I. Well, I did it. Results. I did it. Well, that's, you, they well, probably stole the idea from. Well, that's me. why we won the first. That's two why years. we. Yeah, 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 and then all, I. You know, it just you get busy, it life you. moves away. We didn't win the entire time you were not in the group, I'm just saying. And sometimes, <laughs> and sometimes I just can't find a goat to sacrifice in my basement. Like, they're just not as easy to come by now. Like, there's less farmland around. Like, you don't get a lot of people whose like, goats wander off. So then if someone's missing a goat, it obviously was a goat that... Well, people keep like, a closer eye on their goats nowadays. It's not... Well, yeah. really, like, it, it's... I mean, they get them are, radio chipped and shit. Like, they're wearing, like, collars, the goat, like dogs. The goat cheese and everything because of the hipsters. Cause, yeah. So, so, like, it's not... Yeah. I, 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 I feel that. You used to just be able to get a feral goat. No one misses it. Not, just wanders into black, your backyard. Black Phillip just comes in. Yeah. And then, boom, you slit its throat in the basement, drain its blood, um, you get a sponge, you sponge it up, so you soak it up in the sponge, and then you p- make war paint on your under your eyes um, and on your bare chest in order to win awards. Right, yeah. And then, like, sometimes you float up in the air. Yeah. My, uh, my symbol is a brontosaurus. 
So I paint a brontosaurus. On You're a brontosaurus truther, by the way. I am right? a brontosaurus. They, 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 you, you maintain that they did exist. Oh, well, they 100% did exist. Mm-hmm. No, I don't believe in this apatosaurus bullshit. Yeah. Hippies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see. Uh, like, you're the, 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 some, some of the, you know, more, uh, uh, f- some of the fu- fundamentalist uh, religious people believe that the dinosaurs didn't exist at all. But if yeah. there weren't brontosauruses, explain the land before time to me. It's, I, 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 I you know, I'm with place. you, I'm with you on it's that. That can't like, even take place. I know. That's like saying there's no sharp tooth. You know, it's not real. Jurassic Park. Found that out the hard way. Uh, or Jurassic World. Yeah, I went to Costa Rica. There's nothing there. Well, the Isla, there, 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 there are two Islas supposedly off the coast of But that. there are not. Hey, hey, look who walks in. Oh, hey. We got C and K. No, 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 come on in. Hey, come on we're in. just, uh... You just st- start talking into the podcast? Yeah, talk, you know, like, how two, uh, two gentlemen just walked into, into the, the microphone room. and talk into the microphone, I'll kill you. Is this one of those? No, I'm gonna kill it. One of those podcasts where you, you just you just like talk about your racially insensitive views. We, I mean, yeah, Jared did bring up Joe Rogan earlier. Oh, that makes like, a lot of sense. Um, yeah, cool, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Thanks for the uh, the sick molestation. I'm just so, uh, so uh, Connor and Carl just walked into the room. Can no. I test the basis of a joke out on you right now? Yes, I feel like you'd appreciate it. Yes. So, like Joe Biden. Right, crazy election season. <laughs> Joe Biden is basically the candy corn of people, because mm-hmm. like every year you like f- invest a lot of money in him, fill a big bowl with him, and then you taste him, and you're like, ah, it sucks. Like this isn't. This is so disappointing. I. 100%. There's something to that. Like, I'm not a big Joe Biden guy. No, I'm you like candy corn. Candy corn guy. Are you fucking serious? I yeah, no, no, I like candy corn. Every yeah. the oh, day oh. after Halloween, I go <laughs> into CVS and I buy bags and bags and bags. My, oh, did you get my I can show you. First of all, why would you buy them? Just like wait outside people's houses, like they're throwing it in the trash. No, they're not. No, they're not. Because people, if they're if people didn't eat candy corn, why would they produce so much of it? Did you live? Anyway, yeah, though, like, I'm a candy corn truther, too. Like, I, I, I've always pretty much enjoyed, with the, fero- with the ferocity that I hate broccoli, I actually like candy corn. I, love I feel candy. like the <laughs> pretty much is the key to I've got there. bags. So here, we got a broccoli truther going on. Uh, like, so, I, uh, so the thing is this. Um, <laughs> that kind of I gets us that's a, Yeah, that's a, that's a good really represented by Ben Buckwald in the Um, that's, uh, but the, like, if you follow up with that, if you follow through with that, if the joke ends there, I think it's kind of a throwaway. But yeah. like, I think if you fo- if you follow through, thing, so if you follow through and did a bit based on that, yeah, I think there's that would an be really essence fun. of funny there. I think. Yeah. But you have to talk about. I think I'd, I'd have to bring in more than one politician, obviously. Which Jim Foley would be terrific at. Oh yeah. Um. So um, like, what? Like, if, if, like Michael Bennett would be like the what? Uh. Like peppermint, maybe like peppermint, like sure, like a starlight like, mint. Yeah, like like the sort of thing you find in Grandma's for a house. Short yeah, period of time. Which again, like that's so. Somebody like Werther's original. Somebody's giving it to you for free. Like, Maybe yeah. It's probably okay. Yeah, I love Werther's original. Yeah, dude, you are like the worst <laughs> person to like rip uh, anything off. Dude, I oppose your idea. Like, what the fuck? Here I am trying to collaborate. This asshole. Every well, time. then maybe you just stop shooting down all the things I love. <laughs> like, if you want to talk about it, can't like. If you whatever you say about stickers, it won't affect me. But when it comes to candy corn, I am ride or die with candy corn. Mm-hmm. Why stickers, by the way? I'm allergic to nuts. Deathly. 
Snickers. I thought you were saying stickers. I was like, you don't like stickers. Well, like Who we do like stickers. We're we give a, like... we give away non food uh, non food things on Halloween, like to, hey, you know, to kids oh, with allergies. We were well, what were we talking about? The, the we, were, we were still on the Rhode Island Monthly thing. We were getting we off team. them um, um, and moving on to our night with Jay Leno. Oh right. Holy so fuck. like let's uh, let's talk about this because uh, now it's been a couple of weeks. It's, it's kind of all settled down. Yeah, we got the uh, all the all the news. Uh, local news organizations uh, were hip, got hip to it. Frank, our artistic director, was on the road show to talk about it. Like, now that we can finally like, tell people, it's really, really a way. Yeah, now that we can shoulders. finally tell people, like, like we waited a whole hour after he left the theater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to make, just to make sure he made it home. I was taking pictures of him while he was just standing in the green room, like sending them to my wife. I'll be honest; it was it took a lot for me not to like selfie with him in the background awkwardly. Yeah. However, but like I, as like a person that understands. Fame, you know, on a Newport level when you walk around Broadway. I mean, Jared, you must see this all the time. I don't like, know if I've ever described yourself as a person that understands. And they're like, I get fame. I don't want to be tortured when I go out and like try to. Oh, I do. Mingle with the common folk. I mean, I well, yeah, no, no, I get, I get that feeling all the time. <laughs> the, the lights, <laughs> the cameras. <laughs> You know, people are taking pictures of you from across the room, and you're not looking. <laughs> Those three people with their iPhones that have been updated who are taking pictures of the bit players. Yeah, no. I, yeah. Their Instagrams are lit with my photos. So, like, I was at a liquor store before the show getting, getting some beers, and someone uh, came up to me. And she's like, aren't you in the bit players? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I am. Um, uh, she's like, oh, yeah, I really liked your show. I went to your show. I really, really liked it. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I'm on my way to a show now. And she's like, hmm. Like that was that was the conversation ender. Have you ever like gotten noticed outside of Newport Broadway or whatever, like as a bit player? Well, this was in North Kingstown, so yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying over at liquor store. Yeah, no, no, no. It was at a liquor store on my way down. I know. Have you? Yeah. Like I I, Maria has not ever. No. Well, the thing with me too is like I don't want to be. I'm the guy with the guitar. So, like, mm-hmm. especially if we're doing like <laughs> improv fest or whatever, and I'm walking around with a guitar, mm. like, they're probably gonna notice, like, oh, that that was the guy from the show with the guitar. Mm. Well, I don't know I, if you're around AS220 in Providence and you've got a guitar, probably, like, I don't know, I don't know, like, you, you probably blend in quite a. That's true. Yeah, but I'm not. But if you have a guitar and you're walking around in Providence, you probably look cool. I'm dressed like a middle-aged dad. Oh, you're not, mm-hmm. you're not dressed like a naked cowboy or anything like that? Yeah, or I'm not like wearing like tight black pants or like... Okay, I'm just not cool. You're so obviously like, not cool. Why is, why is that middle-aged man walking around cool. with a guitar? Like, True. So. So, uh, so yeah. So, let's, like, do we want to talk about how the evening went? Like, what... Okay, sorry. Uh, Jay Leno? Distracted yes, when, the, I was uh, at, when I was at work. Yeah, Carl. Tell us, Carl. Tell us your uh, point of view. My point of view. Yeah. So my point of view is this: I'm slinging drinks behind the bar, serving people at work. Where? Where? You might want to move closer to do this because it may not pick you up. I'm slinging drinks behind the bar, uh, bartending at work, and uh, I look down. I have my phone, and I see a notification pop up on the band app that it's from Lobo, and it says Lobo sent an image. And I went, oh, I wonder what that was. And then underneath it, immediately, was a message from Lobo saying, so this just happened. <laughs> and my first thought was, I will be so fucking mad. And then Anne-Marie said, no way, oh my god, is this real? And I went, Jay Leno's at the fucking theater. That's it, night ruined, 
I'm done. And then notification, notification, notification popping up of people saying, oh my God, this is so cool. Yeah, it was the coolest thing ever. And I was very upset. Well, now that we've got the perspective of someone who wasn't here. <laughs> um, <Fuck Jared. laughs> um, so. so your night was <laughs> Anyway. So I cut off this is how we people because I was so mad I didn't meet Jay. Yeah. This, is, this is the story about a grave digger who meets a prince. That's the most interesting story. Uh, but, uh, it, but the, the, those who were, like, I mean, where's, where's Lobo? Lobo was the one who had, like, the front seat to this. Well, event, the Providence right? Journal described as our box office manager several times. And, and, Frank, also, and Frank on the roadshow. didn't describe him as the Rain Man, by the way. He made it very clear that he did not tell call Jay Leno the Rain Man, which was the funniest thing about that interview, by the way. <laughs> oh, it, oh, no that, one caught it. it I caught great. it. I caught it. When he says, yeah, what does he say? Like, oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm definitely going to do 20 minutes. 20 minutes is 20, 20 minutes on Monday. 20, Fanta, we do Fanta on Mondays. And he's like, by the way, Jay Leno is not Rain Man. Like, he's not as often in Rain Man. Which was incredible, by the way. But, like, that. But, but, but no I can totally see how it. someone doing, like, just an on the. Just, like, an off the cuff impression of Jay Leno would make Rain. it sound like that's. Oh. Make it sound like Rain Man. It's like, I don't know, like, if you're doing Christopher Walken and, and like, you make him sound like. Uh, Bernie Sanders. Uh, Bernie Sanders. Or my brother who does a Christopher Walken Walken makes it sound like Borat. He's like, get in the car. (laughs) Really, really bad. (laughs) Your brother's view of Bernie Sanders must just be hilarious, by the way. Uh, Pat? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen his Facebook page. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way he's a Bernie Sanders guy. Not even a little. Who is Right? Who, wait, who are we talking about? You Carl, Carl's brother, brother Pat. Yeah. He's I, terrific. He's hysterical yeah. like, as a person. Like, yeah. You know, I never friend him on Facebook. Do not become friends with him on Facebook. Okay. Because nope. every um, time... Nope. Every Done. Time, I'm friends with him. Yeah. Every I'm time I see your posts on Facebook, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, oh God, is my brother friends with him? Is he going to post something really oh, bad so. in the comments? Oh. It's really bad. <laughs> I think it's... And we'll get back to the Jay Leno thing if anyone gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> but... I don't. I think the problem with the internet is... So, it, when the Providence Journal had the comment section, right? And you just have a bunch of, like, anonymous people or, like, boomers, boomers that made, like, a anonymous. picture of, like, General George Meade from the Civil War as their avatar. Mm-hmm. Um, would just, like, post, like, really racist, offensive things. Mm-hmm. So they thought, well, we're the Providence Journal. So if we True. just link our comment section to Facebook... And it has, to, and like Grandpa with his three grandkids as his avatar. Mm-hmm. It, like if your face is there and people can see who you are, you won't do it. And that was the assumption with Facebook is that people would be embarrassed to say things, but oh, they, it just completely it doesn't <laughs> exist anymore. No one's embarrassed anymore. They go to clan yeah, rallies made, without masks. Yeah, they made a platform for <laughs> people brutal. to like not give a shit. Just, they're like, oh, I'm not alone in being the worst person ever. When I find exactly. out a couple broke up or someone's getting divorced, I immediately go to Facebook to find out what they're saying about each other. That's not. But it, what is, it's happening. What the fuck? Society. Are <laughs> what are we living in? Yeah. Wait, when I leave my wife, I'm not going to say shit about it on the internet. Yeah, you, when you leave <laughs> Let's be honest, Jared. When opposite day. You ain't going to be leaving anybody. <laughs> when Stephanie murders me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I just said that. For your fortune. <laughs> There's a $200 bit player check downstairs waiting for Jared. And his wife is going to get her hands on it, I promise. Yeah. Well, I mean... I did get a raise today at work. Sweet. Terrific. Good for you. I got a raise this year, too. Um, which is very nice. Um, and I just wanted to mention that. Good. Because I never say nice things. I don't get paid anymore. That's I still nice. have to submit hours to my PO, so I'm working on 
making money. Carl's sitting in a gray wife beater. And he is gray shorts. Sweating. Carl is hosting the show tonight, and I'm so, I, don't change. Just don't like don't put up a clear <laughs> Hey, welcome to fucking bit plays. You are, you're gonna see some improv. You know what improv is? I'm gonna tell you what improv is. Everything you see on a stage. If you could maintain, if you could maintain that character for an hour and a half without fucking off, I'd love it. Because you know what, so many people do it for life, and if you could do it for an hour and a half, wait, like, but hold on. So like, if you could pony clip, if you could pony Clifton yourself for like this in show, every sing, like in every single game, uh, as the host, you're, you have a host character okay. for the show. So you're hosting the show. You can't make it racist. I and would not make it racist like I did. With, well, I wasn't racist. Nice save, Carl. Can we just no. give a preview of what Carl's post was the night that we all were like, ah, I don't know. So Carl was hosting one of our favorite games, the dating game, and he did what I would generously refer to as an African-American affect? Keep in mind, Carl prefaced it with, I have a new character I really want to try out. So oh, he, Jesus. So it wasn't an improv. It was something he thought about. It wasn't like, whoops, guys, but I got to steer into the skin. It was like, oh, I can't wait to try out no, this black like, guy. This is good. Right, so, yeah. It so, wasn't wait, intended you... to be that. It was intended to be like, well, I'm going to be a DJ. You know what? Let's Did just you... let the people listening decide... I'm going to play Carl, a white male in a wife beater with a beard, on dating game, dating game. Wait, I thought you were saying you were playing. No, I was playing you on. Oh my god! Yeah, he was Kevin Eubanks saying. I was yeah. I was like, hey, what are we dating game, man? Where people? Oh yeah, I hear it now. Yeah. You totally. Yeah. You totally loquacious at that one. Yeah. When people try to find love, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. I actually, right, no, I totally felt, see it. Yeah. I felt my asshole like. Uh, the worst stop. part was we all knew, and okay. all of us in the chairs were like, "Carl is being a black guy, like for sure, like no questions asked." Carl is being like so Chris Rock's worst nightmare character that he created for like so, Big Mouth, and then we were all like, "Oh, maybe he's not. Maybe we can get away with this." And then Carl, in the middle of a segment, goes. It was like, oh, like, answer the question. Somebody said something, whatever it was, and it was like, yeah, that's some white people shit right there. Like, no, oh, no. hiding it anymore. Yeah. Amber Ray was Mary Poppins. Oh. I remember it. Amber Ray was Mary yeah. Poppins, and she said something, she was explaining the whole, like, medicine thing, and Look, I was we... like, that's the white people shit right there. Yeah, and I just... That's when I realized, I think. But I was That's thinking, like, <laughs> I was thinking, a ten DJ. minute game. I was thinking DJ. I was thinking like I'm gonna be like this DJ, like you were trying to do like a DJ, like a like an Ali G thing. Yeah, but then like it just <sighs> when half like when like halfway through the first part of questioning in my head, I was like, yeah, Nick Cannon. Uh, yeah, okay. You were definitely. Nick Cannon. <laughs> you were Nick Firing Nick. Squad. Maybe. Oh, you mean the you, you you mean the Improv King? I Nick thought Cannon, you were on the Wild and Out. Chris, were you? The night where I was the DJ and I was hosting. And that's oh. Yeah. <laughs> so that was crazy. Like we all we all have played. We all we all have done characters that we probably should not. Have. I did. a lot. I think Jared and I both went. Dis hard disagree. <laughs> I've never done anything. Nope. I'm embarrassed. I'm walking out. I'm walking out. <laughs> Sorry, man. No, hold on. Hold on. First of all, I'm playing the heel. What would what would embarrass him? What would embarrass Jared? I don't. I don't even want to venture into that. 
Why is this not on? Uh, uh, we're recording. I couldn't <laughs> talk about jizz in front of Carl's mom. You couldn't? No. That was the one time I remember that. Yeah, that's what it took to make me born, right? I think everyone should be comfortable with it. Speaking of which, I thought Jizz Lane was one of the hallways in Jeffrey Epstein's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for. I'm waiting to use that pun somewhere. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um. So yeah, Jalen came. He was mm-hmm. super nice. <laughs> right, Jalen. <laughs> I need to work on a better segue. <laughs> Jalen. <laughs> Couldn't talk we about just talking about this. So, uh, Jay Leno came. He said Jay Leno came. Speaking of Kong. Welcome to Kong Town. But, like, okay, so, from my point of view, I mean, Lobo will, Lobo has his story because he was the one who answered the phone when he called. Like, uh, and obviously when someone calls and says, uh, hey, this is Jay Leno, I'm, uh, you know, there's... Was that just Jay Leno? Multiple ways, yeah. That? The multiple ways you can take it, like, and he just kind of, I think he kind of goes, "Oh, hi, Jay Lyle. Um And I think he did the, like, to his credit, he did the exact right thing when, like, he said, "Hey, can I come over and do a few minutes?" Like, he said, "Yeah, sure, come on down." Like, don't take a chance. Like, you know, like if, if uh, you know, if it turns out to be some bozo, I'm, I'm talking like Kim Tingle. If it turns out to be some bozo, <laughs> um, uh, no, you just gotta do the tingle dance. <laughs> yeah, oh. We didn't even introduce that she's one of our new players. Like we we well, we, we said we, 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 said said we had, had four new, new players. Four new players. That was. Uh, uh, yeah, and you you, you were uh, you were leading into the idea the the, 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 the that there that we just took three new female players into the three ladies uh, group three three ladies and I I I dis I derailed us into talking about PC because like I was excited that two of them were shared my alma mater but. So, uh, yeah, 20 minutes later, like, Jay Leno walks in the door. And Frank Frank said something to us upstairs, like, all right, when I come back up, just be normal. And I thought it was, like, a criticism of how we were behaving. Like, I thought the, the theater owner Because we were being kind of, like... I dropped, like, six C-bombs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> six C-bombs. Yeah. Like, that's, a uh, that's like a, like a sea breeze, but... <laughs> <laughs> but with less juice, like... <laughs> um, the... Uh, but yeah, in like a few minutes later, in watched Jay Leno, and like I gotta say, from like it reminded me like uh, of uh, in Frost Nixon. I don't know if you've seen Frost Nixon. Mm-hmm. Frost Nixon, like where it's like two of the guys. It's like Sam Rockwell and Oliver Platt. I think like the, before the interview, they're talking the whole time like oh, like Nixon. I, I can't stand. Like you know, can't believe what a crook. Like and, and when Nixon walks in the room, they're like. Oh my god, the president. Oh, yeah. Like, I felt like that. Because <laughs> I had, like, I was a Letterman watcher and a Conan watcher. I was never into Leno. But when he walked in the room, like, God. I want to make it clear that we're not comparing Jay Leno to Richard Nixon. Are you, you weren't a Leno, you're not a Tonight Show guy, but I, you like Fallon? Fallon's okay. Like, I, like I, I would, so like, I think. Fucking funny. I think Fallon is really talented. I think he, but like, the Tonight Show itself, I think, is like. It's like Walmart. Like it's like the it's the the mainstream thing. Like it's the it's it it, it it's the one that the, they you know they go for the wider audience and that's fine. Like, it's NBC. It's a, I mean, what can you do, man? I mean, that's yeah, you know. But you I think only Cole, but I think Anthony Jeselnik's late night. Show. <laughs> well, yeah, because I like edgy humor. Yeah. I like I like edginess and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and, and hey! <laughs> Welcome to the Dice Man's Late Night Show! Oh! 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 oh. Yeah, 
unbelievable. <laughs> oh! You're not, you don't like Andrew Dice Clay? No, I'm just saying that. Like, making fun of Jim. Hmm. <laughs> He's I mean, no like the man is a visionary. I, but anyway, like <laughs> I always considered like. But now I'm afraid to make fun of any comedian because now they just they show up. Bye. Now they might show up. I know. But they're not going to listen to the podcast. Let's be serious. What if Kathy like, Griffin just walked in? I would love it. Yeah, and she had great. to listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey guys. I just listened to your podcast. So I thought you probably haven't. We haven't even posted it yet. <laughs> I, uh, no, well, I was listening from outside. I like Kathy Griffin. <laughs> I like Kathy Griffin. I would like if she showed up. Um, but, like, I always felt like The Tonight Show was vanilla and the, you know, like, Letterman was, like, some other flavor. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, well, you know the thing was, and I think that vanilla is good sometimes. It pushed it pushed a lot of people away from the, the like the Tonight Show versus watching Letterman was like the Tonight Show was if you want to come on, you want to promote something like you're coming on mm-hmm. the Tonight Show. If you want to come on, like, and you want to actually be engaged in an interview, like even if it was mm-hmm. fun and like kind of a puff piece, still like, they weren't yeah. hard hitting or anything like that. But like mm-hmm. I watched Letterman interview Paris Hilton, mm-hmm. and I was it was like uncomfortable because he's like clearly doesn't even want to do the interview. He's like, this is a joke. You're a joke of like a. Celebrity, yeah. like why? But if you I, ask me who I would show? rather meet in real life, Leno all the way. But Le- yeah. Leno is probably like the. So Le- why do you figure Le- that? Why? Why? Because Letterman seems like the his... Letterman is the Let- I think Letterman is hilarious. He's probably the biggest asshole. Ever. You think like, he's sh- I, a shitty person? I think. Well, like I, I just think like he, Letterman is a guy who probably wants to just be left alone. Yeah, he's like, like a not like. I'm that's why he used to, he moved to Montana. He grew a big bushy beard. Really? And, and, and then he, he interviewed like Barack a, Obama and Malala and like. I I love that show. I love his show. Um, and I think like, Letter, Letterman is totally like. I think he's a great comedian, a great and a and a great host, and but but he didn't go for the whole like warm thing. Like Leno really went for like the warm personality. Well, he did. It was he just runs out his... at the beginning of every show. He shakes everybody's hand. Like that he was, was plenty touchy feely. It was just with his staff. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Letterman. Yeah, no. So what, was, what was the Leno story about? Like with Conan O'Brien, I never really understood. Well, why NBC, basically, NBC was afraid of losing Conan to like if they, if they didn't offer Conan the Tonight Show, he was going to leave NBC. Mm-hmm. I mean, which he did. Well, I mean, yeah, but by different means. Like, oh, so well, like, I don't actually understand what happened. I just know that, like, Conan and... Well, in, two, like, in 2004, like, Conan was, like, getting super ratings. Uh, and so was Leno. Like, but, like, Conan was, like, riding high. Because uh, that, like, like, that show was a phenomena for what it was. Late it, Night was a, like... It, it, it was such a... Uh, uh, of improv and like just like competition barely thrown Slayer. together sketch comedy. Like, it was so funny. And wasn't it like the guys who like created the, the Dana Carvey show were like Robert Smigel? Robert Smigel. He played Starburns in the community. It was he's a uh, oh shit, I can't remember his name. Um, he's um, he, he has like a ponytail. He's like a kind of an you would I, never I'm ever pick him out. Forgetting the guy's name, I know you're talking like, about. One of the biggest shit television shows. But he's like a showrunner. He's like one of those. Well, yeah. He's just an unbelievable writer. It was him and Smigel that were like writing. Yeah. And Louis C.K. was Louis C.K. writing. Unfortunately, yeah. Or Smigel was Um, Saturday Night Live, and then Louis C.K. and the other guy were Conan. They're both there. I think I think C.K. was Saturday Night Live as well, and C.K. was the Chris Rock show, which is how he ended up directing uh, Hootie Tang. (laughs) But my my personal favorite movie, other than Josie and the Pussycat, but that's a great movie. (laughs) Like, 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 y'all list of like favorite. But, like, basically what happened was NBC, in 2004, NBC was like, okay, Letterman's going to retire soon. 
and Conan is going like they're going to go for Conan to take his place. And if we don't offer him the Tonight Show, he's going to we're going to lose him. So, um, so they said they offered Conan the Tonight Show in five years. It's like 2009. You can have the Tonight Show. We're going to make Jay Leno retire. In 2009, Leno's ratings are still great. Um, Leno's ratings are still awesome, but they still like because of contract they still force Leno out. And Conan gets the Tonight Show. Um, they give Jay Leno because Jay Leno is still like kind Jay of Leno. beloved. Like he's still like people still watch him. They gave him a 10 p.m. show, oh, uh, which runs for just under a year, I think. Yeah. Um, and I watched it. It was funny. It was weird, but it was fun. Like that. That like it's another talk show, but at 10 p.m. But uh, but Conan kind of didn't do as well in the ratings. Which, under any other circumstances, they would have just kind of said, "Okay, it'll pick up," like kind of the same way they did with Jimmy Fallon, like, like it'll it'll gain momentum. But like they kind of had this Jay Leno creation that they had to deal with, and like the 10 p.m. show was actually costing them money because people wouldn't go on because like it was competing with like the primetime shows. And so, like, nobody from any other network would go on to promote them. And they had to move their their, their regular TV schedule because it was every night. Yeah. So you, you lost that 10 p.m. time slot where you'd put, like, SVU or whatever. And they said, and they basically said, um, well, what if we move Jay, what if we give Jay Leno a half hour show at 11.35 and Conan goes on at 12? And Conan said, no. <laughs> so, he, like, so he left. Oh, that's fucked. Yeah. And then he was contractually obligated not be on TV so then he did his tour and made a movie about it yeah and something with Leno's lawyers like like in within their agreement I don't know why like NBC got embroiled with this but like in their agreement like like apparently if they cancelled Leno's 10pm show they had to give him like a huge amount of money no way like or something so like to a to avoid being on the hook for like hundreds of millions of dollars, they gave back to the night show. Also, you have like one of the biggest TV personalities you've created of all time. Like, but, but it was like whoever I don't know if it was Jeff Zucker, but like I don't know whoever was in charge of NBC in two thousand four was like banking really hard on Leno not being as popular in two thousand nine, which he was. Yeah. Like, so like it's a it was a it was bad decision making. Man. Also, Fallon is so popular now. Like, yeah. Well, Fallon is likable. Although, like, Fallon, like, the episode that he did where they mimicked the Larry Sanders show. Oh, did you watch that God. one? Dude, it was hysterical. And a show, too. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like, like I said, I was, uh, I was always a Letterman guy, but Leno was, like, one of the best stand ups in the world. Like, he, like in history. Like, he's, in, in, and he was great, and he was a super nice guy. And, like, he was, uh, like, it was great to have him here. All right, well, I guess now that we've gone through the entire oral history of Jay Leno. The oral history of Jay Leno. And, and Conan O'Brien. Um, just uh, put your bits in. It's time to put your bits in, which where we talk about uh, just the kind of thing that's stuck in our craw. It can be something that annoys us. It can be something that we're really happy about lately. So, like, Jared, what are, what are your uh, bits in about this week? Well, most things. Most things. Yeah. I got a lot of rage issues. Um I'm bits we in. Knew this. So I went to the CBD store the other day to buy my CBDs because mm-hmm. I listen to the Joe Rogan experience every day. <laughs> wow. And this happens every time. 
I go to like the CBD stores. Like someone comes in thinking that they're buying weed. <laughs> and they don't and I, every it doesn't matter where I go I went to one in New Hampshire this weekend same thing happens I'm standing there like talking about the girl with the, um, the woman behind the counter about like the vaporizer I'm buying and then this guy comes in and he's just like so um I can buy weed here right like no that's not what the story is <laughs> so just go over the border into Massachusetts man like yeah. it's it's not that far no so that's what I I'm bits of, it's just, it takes up my time when I'm trying to make a transaction. Hmm. It's like someone that pays with a check at the grocery store. Cool. Yeah. Oh, people still do that still, too. Yeah. I, it happened to me today. I love yeah. the, uh, <laughs> I'm like, it's the dude every time. Like, it wasn't even like a, a check for It wasn't even like, an old person. Money. She was probably my age. Really? Just whips out she a just check. Really a check yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, so and she's standing there balancing it while I'm standing there. I'm like, what world are we like, in? Well, like, I feel bad, like, if I'm in the self-checkout lane and I don't get my, I don't get my groceries out of the way in time to yeah. get to the, like, or, or, like, if they hand me back change and I'm, like, still putting it in my wallet, like, that makes me feel bad. And the poor, like, young woman at the checkout probably never seen a check in her life. I know. And she's just like, uh, Goddamn Gen Z. I need to call a manager, but I'm already committed to this line because I'm already in there. Goddamn Maybe Gen that's Z what I'm missing about. I'm yeah. about the grocery store. Thing. It's like anyway. in traffic when you like kind of get in one lane and then that starts moving and then the other one starts moving and you get back in that level. Yeah. <laughs> what are you bitsing about, Jim? Uh, I'm bitsing about... <sighs> I don't know. Summer's over. School's coming back in session soon. Uh, I'm, But like... Oddly, I feel oddly zen about it this time around. Like usually, I'm super nervous and like I'm uh, tearing my hair out. But and, and, I, and I like, uh, but I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm, I feel more relaxed. I've got all upperclassmen this year. I teach high school, so like I've got a, and I don't have any fresh, any like immature freshmen this year. So cool. uh, I feel ready. So you're bitsin' about not bitsin'. Yeah, pretty much. Cool. Okay, Connor, what's on your mind? I still can't get over the idea that, like, uh, I traveled recently, and, like, the airplane is the worst experience in the world. Like, going through the airport, going through, like, baggage, luggage, like, getting on and off an airplane. Oh, man. The worst things of all time. Um, getting off an airplane, when you're, like, the plane, like, lands, and it starts to, like, kind of roll out, and the guy's like, yeah, like, please keep your seatbelts fastened, and everyone around you unfastens their seatbelt and gets up, like, more now in their way, because when this thing gets to the gate, like it's done taxiing, like it gets to the gate, if you don't get off the plane quick enough, it's going to retake off, like it's going to be gone, and I'm very upset about that, like I, I mm. like can't get past it in my head, that like people really believe this thing's going to take off while they're still on the plane, Yeah, they can't wait to get off the fucking plane. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I feel like there's something in the system that instills that in us. Like, I mean, that Why? fear. What do you What do like, you figure it is? I don't, I don't know. But like, I, 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 it's competition to get off the plane. Yeah. No one wants to be on the plane. Everyone wants to get up as soon as possible. But I think no we one... all saw Home Alone two, and that kind of that that's stuck in everybody's head. Like, like most yeah. tra- <laughs> traffic is caused by rubbernecking. Don't do it. Everyone does it because everyone wants to see if there's a body hanging out the yeah, window of that car. Right. I, yeah, I, I didn't think it that way at all, but you it's the same it up. where, like, oh, 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 wait, oh, I need to get off the plane. Well, I, 
And now that they're trying to get off the plane, well, like, or, or like I think I think they think the that the plane is a train, like because if you fall asleep on the train and you miss your stop, you really do like lose. Like you really the really thing is, like, you've now been in the sky for like what four hours, maybe, right? yeah. and then you land and you're like rolling into the game. And what's with and the peanuts like, too? Like I don't climbing get over you, or like they're like you know when the thing's yeah. too short for them to like stand, they're, like trying to like and they're leaning in and like someone's elbows in your face. And I'm sitting there like just about to take my headphones out, like we're just going to the gate. I'm like gonna wrap them up all nice, and this dude's like. In my lap, like, do you mind if I get by? Like, of course I mind. Like, your bag is with mine. I promise. I promise, dude. Like, this thing will not take off while I'm on it, and you're not. Like, and the, and the food is so terrible too. Like, when they like when they. I was worried that it was your. That's where you were going. No, it was not. Where I, was going. I just. This isn't even like a funny thing. It's a very frustrating thing for me because I travel like pretty regularly. Like, I take trips and I try to fly as much as possible. But every time I do, I when we land. Consistent as gravity, the people next to me and around me, whatever. Like I'm going to get my bag, and this person's trying to push by me. Like I'm, I'm getting my bag to get off the plane. I'm not going to get my bag, stand there, and be like, "You shall not pass." I'm not Gandalf. Like this is me taking my bag to get off the friggin' plane. I want nothing to do with being on this plane anymore. That's, and, uh, that's what I'm upset. I'm, and then I'm, when I'm there's team. a baby crying near you, like yeah, I'm definitely on Team Coco here. I'm with you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so, like so, like, and uh, Carl here is bits in about starting the show soon because he's hosting tonight. Yeah, so we're getting the, we're getting that that uh, that look from our our heel host tonight. Yeah, and that look is, I haven't pooped in three days. Let's oh my god, this. man! How are you alive? Just sweat it. Actually, I had the greatest poop today. He told me. I don't know if I should. I, I'm just gonna do it. Yeah, it's all, it's all Immediately, I got out of work. Connor was down at the bar. Hundreds I of listeners. Was very excited. <laughs> I was very excited to get a drink after work, and then I realized I had to poop, and I said, "I'll do that at the theater." Couldn't hold it. Did not want to go to the bathroom because I just felt this is going to be a smelly one. And went into the bathroom at work anyway. And as it was coming out, I hit the flush button, and it just went down with it, and it was beautiful. Well, like, see, that's how I, that's how I can tell you're under thirty. Because you still care about how your shit smells yeah. in public. Like, how long you in a restaurant. How long you I, you honestly, like, <laughs> we all do it. Like, you, <laughs> it's in a book, right? Yeah, yeah. I know it's in a book that I, I, I was too old to read, but uh, yeah, I still read it anyway. Yeah, Jim, you're never too old to read. Yeah, you can no, read at any age. It's, it's true. It's true. So uh, we're gonna get started on a show. It is Monday night. We are doing laughter for locals. All year round, Friday and Saturday nights at 8 p.m. at the Firehouse Theater in Newport, Rhode Island. Uh, always BYOB, always a good time, so go to bitplayers.net to reserve tickets uh, and see what we're about. Um, that is it for the first bits per second of the fourth season. I'm Jim. I'm Jared. I'm Carl. I'm Connor. And I'm Liesl, and good night. <laughs>